hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hey, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. You've got a straw. Mm-hmm. It's cute. I thought it would be less rattly, but it probably isn't. I mean, yeah, it can still, but it's okay. It'll just be a little <laughs> bit. Uh, so how's your week? Okay. It's okay. Yeah. I am, uh, yeah, I got my second shot of... The COVID vaccines today. So, like, right now, I feel fine. Yeah. But I am fully bracing to feel terrible. So, uh, for those eagle-eyed listeners, <laughs> last week, um, I was the one who took... We recorded the night I had my COVID shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a few drinks. Um, was feeling great. Fantastic. Yeah. Top of the world. Top of the world. Super high on endorphins and immunities. And then... <laughs> Holy shit, Berg. I got hit. Um, mm-hmm. I had a rough time. Uh, I was Yeah, you had a fever. I, I had a rough fever for about three days. Three days. Yeah. yeah it was it almost was... it was two and a half. So it was like at two AM or two PM I got my shot. At two AM I woke up in just like shivering so hard I, I couldn't move. Uh and then uh, Lisa got me some some nice acetaminophen. Right, yeah, for, I'm like here, take some Tylenol. Take some Tylenol. Drink and, some water. And I did, and my fever broke, and I sweated so bad that I soaked with the sheets mm-hmm. when my fever broke. It, it was like it was like sleeping in a sauna, like a puddle. It was like, gross. It's it, it, our bed turned into that sock that you have at the amusement park after you've been on the yes. water ride. Yes, water ride socks is it, what our our bed smelled like. It was fantastic. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. So, and then all day Friday, I just kind of laid around and was miserable. Moaned. Moaned. <laughs> would shiver and then, like, could not control my body temperature. It was rough. Mm-hmm. Did that, did the the amusement park sock thing again on Friday night? Yep. Did it again on Saturday night, although Saturday I felt a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday morning, I was still feeling rough. And then just, like, Sunday afternoon at almost exactly 2 p.m. My body was just like, Okay, cool. we're done now. We, yeah. we did what we need to do. A Check cloud, out the list. A cloud had lifted. And like, made pancakes for the family, hung out, watched a movie, like just kind of, mm-hmm. I felt like I ran a marathon. Like my body was just sore, but. And, yeah, and tired. Like physically, as opposed to like just emotionally, mentally, just. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool, I can do this. So, timestamp, it is now Wednesday. It is Wednesday. So. And you feel fine. I feel fine. Yeah. Lisa's buckling up. So Well, and I, I've heard reports from everywhere from like my ninety year old very fail like like frail, frail grandpa was like, mm, never felt better. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, my grandma I, too. I feel like great. It was 80s. no problem. Uh yeah. And then Adam had a fever for three days. So who even knows? Who knows? It's it's a crapshoot. Yeah, it's so fine. Rolling so nice. I am drinking bubbly water, but I did put vodka in it because 
but you've also drank a whole like 16 ounces of water tonight which for you is so much, so 30, much. I, it would, it's 32 what, oh, it's a two, two? yeah what i drank i drank a whole uh don't be a douche water bottle yeah those are 24s oh. actually okay so i drank 24 so. since i got the shot i drank 24 ounces of water so that's good and i'm drinking another 12 ounces of water plus whatever water is in vodka because that was like half yeah no Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but that was one of my problems is that with all the sweating and the everything, I was getting dehydrated, but I was fighting the good fight to try to keep hydrated. I drank so much water. I think I drank 96 ounces of water on Saturday. <laughs> is that a lot? Um, well, it's the eight glasses, but nobody actually fucking does that. Mm-hmm. So, but like, yeah, it was a lot. It was quite a bit of water, but no. Wait, I had four of those, so that was 128 ounces of water. But still, it's it's a lot of water. Yeah, it's a decent amount. That's my my 32 ounce Nalgene. Mm-hmm. Four of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot. But anyway, so we're we're hopeful Lisa comes through fine. But yeah. prep for the worst. But yeah, I did I did give my boss and my coworker a heads up like, hey, I'm uh, getting the shot. Like, I mean, I'm rolling the dice. Uh. I'm not coming in with a fever. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's against policy. You can't come in with a fever. <laughs> like, even if you know, like, it's it's a generally okay-ish mm-hmm. reason to have a fever, is no, still. Yep. So I might text my boss at four in the morning and be like, nope. Yep. Turns out. I'm sleeping forever. Or we'll circle back. Or I might pick up your phone and be like, hi, this is Lisa's husband. Uh, she no worky today. Right, right. Um, We're going to have to recover that. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, hopefully uh, that's other it. things about my week. That's it. New job still going okay? Yeah, new job still going okay. Some little like I'm... insurance math drama because insurance oh, is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, insurance math drama. It was a real roller coaster. Yeah, but like, but we got it sorted. Yeah, it all just came down to like math and just trying to figure out. Okay, so your plan is this. Okay, so and like it turns out my plan is cheaper unless we go to. Um, the doctor more than 800 times in the next year. <laughs> uh, at which case, I think your plan would have been cheaper. But, right, I, so you know, rolling we'll, those dice, I think we we're probably, call. yeah, we're, we're going to be okay. Go so, with your plan then. Yeah, we'll go with my plan. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's nice. That's good. That'll be fun. And then new van rolls in. On yeah, board, so. we're buying a new van. It's going to be Blue Sienna. Which sounds like a stripper name. Like a like a dad bod. Interesting. I am Luciana, and I'm Red Odyssey, and I'm Gray Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, okay, okay, isn't it? Sure, sure. I mean, we got a whole thing. Sure, dad dad bod strippers. Yeah, named after minivans. Yeah, I mean Astro. It's always mm-hmm. named to be Astro. Uh, Alternately, uh, older drag queens. Hmm. Yes, like old drag king name, queen name could mm-hmm. be. Or like very obviously dad bod stripper drag, or dad bod drag dad, queen. Dad bod drag queens? Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. With like beards, maybe. I don't know. That's a mix of things. There's, yeah, there's a lot of interesting ways it could go. I think, you know, I'm I'm here for whatever. <laughs> you yeah. do you. Yeah, if, if this inspires you, dear listeners, like. Just, just you know, put me, in the, put me in the show notes. In the liner notes. Yes. Special thanks, designated mm-hmm. parent. Sure. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh yeah, so there's that. 
Other than that, it's just kind of Food chill. trucks. Like, things are starting to plan out for the summer since people are getting vaccinated. Like Yeah, we're starting to like have starting to get, get-togethers. Yeah, get-togethers starting to be on the books. It's like actual physical in-person get-togethers. Right, like, like I, have a, I have a thing planned in June for people that I haven't seen these people in like since last yep march before last march yeah it was february like so it's it's good to kind of start you know slowly getting back together i'm excited i'm excited you know you know we just got you just got your second dose so like we don't really have anything like two weeks yeah i have like two more weeks before and then like two and a half weeks is your next social event yeah and then yeah i have i'm a week ahead of you so i got i got something sneaking in Mm -hmm. like the day before but yeah, well, we're still playing a carrotful, still playing at close to the vest, but like yeah, and also like there's <sighs> you know, you know, our kids are still not vaccinated, right? So, so like I can go out and have fun. Yeah, there's only so much uh, carousing we can do. Yeah, well, yeah, especially with the kids, you mm-hmm. can't. Yeah, it's complicated, but anyway, so we'll figure it out. But hopefully, here as days go by, it'll get better and better, and it'll then get eventually. Better and better. Eventually, we'll be out of this thing, and yay, we win. We'll be in waning pandemic for a long time, though. Like, yeah, yeah. The tail on it is real, real long. I don't know if I'm ever going to ride a plane without a mask. Like, I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, like, what was wrong with me? It, it ranks right up there with, like, you know, we don't, you know, we've had a couple of cousin birthdays where they pulled up the cupcake and put a, mm-hmm. you know, and they just blow out the candle on the cupcake instead of on a big cake. And everybody gets their own individual cupcake. I'm like, can we stick with this? Yeah, can we do this forever? Can I? Because, like. I don't ever want a cake that other people blew on. <laughs> like, <laughs> turns out, no. Turns um, out, no thanks. That, yeah. Now that, you, now that we put a critical eye to that mm-hmm. practice. Why did we do that? Why did we do that before? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might always wear a mask on a plane. Like, yeah. well, if nothing else, I do enjoy wearing a mask to the grocery store, uh, and a nice low hat, um, mm-hmm. and like kind of a shirt that maybe people don't know me for, <laughs> and, and sunglasses. People, people do not say hi. People don't say hi. People don't acknowledge me. Well, that's a big part of it. why people wear masks uh, in Japan is because they're famous and they don't want people to recognize them. Right, and enough what? and enough people in the general population wear masks because they're feeling sick or because they have something big coming up and they don't want to get sick. Yeah. Uh, that um um they blend in. Right. So I need to be I need to be the people for the celebrities. I need right. to be the people that just normalize mm-hmm. masking in public, and then right everybody else can be like, yeah, I mean that guy's just a schlub. It's not like, and I you know honestly. You know, yeah, I I could help out like Chris Pratt or somebody because mm-hmm. like you know Chris Pratt in a hat and a mask like in his chunky days, I bet we look very similar. Sure, sure. Yeah, a hat, a mask, and dark big sunglasses. I yeah. bet you couldn't tell the two of us apart. <laughs> like, but like from yeah. early Parks and Rec, early not Parks like currently. Rec. Yeah, because you know currently he's right. It's his job to be fit and hot. It is not my job to be fit and hot, which mm-hmm. is probably good. Because I'd you, not be good at that job. I mean, you'd be fine at it. It's just a lot of work. I appreciate your confidence. It's a lot of work. <laughs> well, I mean, I could get fit. Mm. Okay. okay. We'll just leave that hanging on the other part of that equation. There's only so much I can do <laughs> for that. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, we watched a movie today that did not have Chris Pratt in it. No. 
No it, Chris Pratt it did in this not. movie. It had Ben Stiller in it. Ben Stiller. I had never really seen a Ben Stiller movie in a long time. Yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a minute. Yeah. So, you know, Zoolander. Mm-hmm. Um, Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Happy Gilmore. Is Ben Stiller in Happy Gilmore? Mm-hmm. He's the orderly at the retirement home for Grandma. I didn't remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Totally is. Sure. He's in there. Um... Yeah, uh, there's something about Mary. Mm-hmm. Like, he had a really good hot streak there for... Yeah, in uh, the, like, late 90s. Meet the Fockers. To the, like... Or Meet the Parents. Mm-hmm. The Meet the Fockers. Yeah, to, like, 2010-ish. Like. Yeah. Uh, what was that one where he's the photographer? That was, like, super weird. Mm. Uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah, that one was... That one was great. Actually, it was fantastic. It was a really it was great, a really movie. great movie. I don't know what I. I Very weird. I, we I didn't know what to expect going into it, and mm-hmm. I watched it, and I came out of it. I was like, that was like an experience. Like that was wild. But yeah, he had like a couple good raunchy comedies, some art right. films, some like really like broy like comedy. Yeah, yeah, like he had a lot of different things right. happening. He made the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, he he's done some great stuff. And then... Yeah, he got has quite a range, now that I think about it. Yeah, but he... He's fine, and in this one... This is a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Night this at the is Museum. This is a kid's movie. And he brings as much energy and, like, passion... He takes it just as seriously. <laughs> he takes this just as seriously as Royal Tannenbaums, which, granted, Royal Tannenbaums maybe not the most serious film, but, like... Mm-hmm. Like... He he approaches this and he gives it his, he gives it all. Yeah. And physically and like actorally, Mm -hmm. like he does a really good job in this film. So like Ben, if you're listening. Yeah, sure. Kudos, man. We enjoy many of your movies. We do. And this one is actually not bad. Spoilers. Yes. Okay. So this movie is Night at the Museum. Right. Not to be confused with Night at the Museum 2. The Battle for the Smithsonian, or Night at the Museum 3. I don't remember what the subtitle is. I don't know, but it's in London. Yes. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. It's at the British Museum. Mmm. So. Yes, but our first, first Night at the Museum. Yeah. This one is set in New York at the Museum of Natural History. In uh, Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. Right there off Central Park. It's like, it's, it's a big deal. Like... It's yep, the place. It has, it has many dead animals put there by great presidents. Um, mostly Teddy Roosevelt. It's true. So they 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 have the Teddy Roosevelt Rotunda and the Teddy Roosevelt Memorial. These are separate places in the museum mm-hmm. because half that museum was collected by Teddy Roosevelt. Like, yeah, it's tough that he shot and killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the animals, but occasionally some of the people. Right. In no. costumes. No. Uh, no, he didn't actually kill them. He may have collected a few of them, but he did not. As right. far as we know. Right, 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 right. Although, might have been in character. Who, yeah, we're not. I don't it was. Know. It was a wild time. It was a wild time. Yes. Okay, yeah. so. Yeah. Night at the Museum. Do you remember watching this movie before we had kids? Yes. All right, because I have a very strong memory of watching this movie, like, Way before we had kids, when we lived in that like crappy little apartment right next to Hollywood Video. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right around the corner, we could walk to the video <laughs> We'd store. We'd walk to a Hollywood Video. I had the unlimited plan where, mm-hmm. like, as soon as you turned one in, you could check one out, and it was like 
fifteen dollars a month. This was like pre Netflix. It was actually the competition to Netflix. The competition to Netflix. Netflix this is, is just when Netflix it. had physical discs, right. That they would send you in the mail. And came in the mail because that was the biggest broadband we had access to. Was literally mm-hmm. mailing a DVD. Mailing guys. The darkest of ages. But like, so, (laughs) but I remember like we had tried, I think we had tried Netflix Mm -hmm. and then we had, um, we had the, it was actually a blockbuster next door to it, like just right Mm -hmm. across. You could see it from our our window. And so they had the like unlimited plan. I was like, well, the nice thing is I can just watch a film, turn it in, pick it up. Like I can just, like the churn was a lot faster. So. Yeah, there were some Saturdays where we were like, we're just going to watch movies. And we would, like, watch a movie and then, like, walk over and pick another movie. Yeah, like, it was, like, just having a really big bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, slightly inconveniently located. But yeah. also relatively reasonably priced. But, yeah, I remember watching this uh, as part of that. And I remember it was, like, one of those lazy Saturdays where we were, like, kind of like, working yeah, on stuff. Right. Yeah. Folding laundry or doing taxes or some boring grown-up shit right but also we had a dumb movie on in the background yeah and uh i did remember a lot of the details Mm -hmm. but uh i actually had to watch it and took notes Mm -hmm. this time so um this is it starts with ben trying to pick his kid up yes so ben is trying to pick his kid up from school but he's trying to leave work but he's got a parking ticket and his car's booted and he can't get there on time Mm mm-hmm and when he gets there, like, um, the dude at the front's like, yeah, your your wife picked him up, or yeah. his mom picked him up. Yeah. I think is how he phrases it. Yeah, his mom picked him up. Uh, which is a diplomatic way of saying... Your ex-wife. Your ex-wife picked him up. Um, uh, and Ben's like, wait, it was career day? Why didn't he tell me? And... You can see, like, the administrator just being like, dude, that ain't even my call. Like, right. like I don't know, because your job's not exciting. I, I don't, I don't, you, you gotta talk to your boy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ben Stiller goes to, to uh, her, her house. house, and her husband is there, mm-hmm. who is... Paul Rudd! In this movie, he looks about, I'm gonna say, 32. <laughs> As does Paul Rudd look in every movie. As Paul Rudd does in, like, every mm-hmm. single movie. In the movie, this is 40. I'm like, this is 32. Um, but, yeah, he is um, the stepdad. He's a day trader. He's got, like, several cell phones. Right, he has a, a belt, and the belt has, like, a bunch of clips of yeah. cell phones. <laughs> Do you remember having multiple cell phones? No. Okay, I did for, like, a brief minute. Really? Like, I had a, a home phone and a cell a work oh, phone. Oh, yeah. Um, but then... I mean, people have work phones and personal phones all the time, but... Like, I, I have no concept of why you would need multiple... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess... But was... he has, like, six. They're, like... It's like a holster. Yeah, he's got, like, a bat belt of mm-hmm. phones, as Ben calls. But, um... Um, Ben's like, all right, so here's... Here's the deal. Larry. Ben's name was Larry in this movie. Yes. Larry's like, hey, here's the deal. Um, I might be moving again. And his ex is just like, oh, so you're getting evicted? He's like, I'm not evicted. I'm not evicted yet. Not yet. I I just might be and I want to be prepared. I want to be prepared for it (laughs) and maybe ahead of the game. So um, she's like, well, what happened to your job? Yeah, it didn't work out. He's like, you know, not doing great. I'm like, this probably is why things didn't work out, bro. Right, right. He definitely is a person who like jumps from job to job. 
where either he gets fired or he quits because it doesn't align with like his vision or what he wants to do. Yeah, I think he's always kind of got a dream mm-hmm. and a hustle. He's a dreamer. But like when he tries to get to the hustle, either he gets there and it's not what he thought it would be, or it's a lot harder to get there than he thought it would be, and he never achieves it. Like it's kind of left vague, but at the same time, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And his ex-wife is like, no, like look, your your son needs you to be in a stable place right now. Yes. And if you can't do that, I'm going to keep him until you like get settled Mm -hmm. because he can't handle another move. We can't, you know, like, yeah. Emotionally, he needs to be, see you as a stable guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I don't like, and I, I want, you know, I want you to have this 50, 50 custody, but if you can't, you know, get your life together. I'm. We're gonna put pause on that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, all right, bro, let's go. And then he takes him to a hockey game, mm-hmm. where he's playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like soccer, but hockey. Right. Like, right. This kid's playing hockey. Kid gets knocked down. He jumps out on the ice, and he's like, everybody's like, get off the ice. And he's like, Dad, you're embarrassing me. He's like, hey, guy on the right side's not very good. Like. You should have an easier shot on there. All right, he's good, guys. And he climbs back over. Like, so, oh, he cheats. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, he's, yeah, he's a little. He's little, a little, 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 little smarmy. He's a little smarmy. He's not, you know, he's not the most utmost person. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. But. And so uh, they, have, they have their hockey game. They have mm-hmm. their, like, I don't know, pizza or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next day. He goes to a, like, placement. Well, his son is, like, talking to him. And he's like, hey, why'd you bring me a career day? And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, like, this whole thing is like, so what do you want to be when you grow up? He's like, I want to be a bond trader. Like, my dad, like, stepdad. Right. Like, stepdad's name. I don't remember his name. Let's call him Ted. (laughs) And they're like, you really want to be a day trader like Ted? And he's like, yeah. it It seems like a really good, like, fallback. You know, it's like, I mean, I know I always said I wanted to be a hockey star, but like. It's not a reasonable goal. It's not a reasonable goal. I might, I might need a fallback. And uh, Ben Stiller is like angry. He's like, you're only 11. You don't need a fallback. You know, like. You're way too young for a fallback. This is, this is when you should have like dream dreams, you know. He's like, yeah, but dad, maybe you should have a fallback. Like. (laughs) Have you ever thought about having a fallback? Like, maybe you're not the guy that's got the best career advice mm-hmm. in this sitch. So, like, yeah. yeah. So, he's going to be evicted from his apartment. He, If he's evicted from his apartment, has to move. His wife is going to keep his kid uh, until he can settle down. Like, he needs a job, and he needs one ASAP. Right. So, he goes. that's when he goes to the job, or job placement, you know. Yeah, like, it's like a temp agency yeah. job placement place. And the lady there's like, you have the most interesting resume I've ever seen. She says, in all my years, I have never seen a resume like this. And, and he's like, thank you. And she was like, that was not a compliment, sir. Yeah. Like, what is this? This is a mess. You're bouncing all over the place. You've been here and there. You were the CEO of Snapper Enterprises. Oh, yeah. That was the holding company for the Snapper product. It's uh, you turn the lights off. And on by snapping. She's like, like the clapper. He's like, yeah, but like, you know, snapping. But snapping. Not the clapping. She's like, clapping is better. He's like, I disagree to disagree. But like, 
Because <laughs> it's easier. He's like, because it turns out not everybody can snap. Yeah. And so she's like, listen, I got nothing for you because you don't like, you know, I can't send some sort of fly by night con man to my customers because then right. they will not call me back. Right. When they have another one. So I don't know what I'm going to do with you. She's like, I do have this one opportunity. It's sketchy. Yeah, they, well, she doesn't say it's sketchy. She's like, I have this one opportunity. They have rejected every person I have sent them, though. So, so they're looking for something very particular. I don't know what it is. And I don't know what it is. So worst I can do is send them you. Mm-hmm. And it's at the Museum of Natural History. There yes. you go. Yes. So he walks in uh, museum uh, and he's looking for any sort of direction. He meets the docent who is. Who's the mom from Spy Kids. She is, in fact. Uh, but she's cute. You her know, name's Rebecca. Her name's Rebecca. She's cute. She's fun. She seems nice. Yeah, you know, there's a little nice. bit of spark, maybe. Yes, there's definitely, there's that there's definitely movie some spark. Movie spark. And you're like, oh, okay, so we're setting up the characters. Right, some movie chemistry. And he's like, I'm here to interview with uh, Cecil. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's right over here. I'm like, I'll, I'll bring you to him. Yeah. Uh, gets interrupted by uh, the director of the museum. By the director of the museum, Ricky Gervais. Skinny Ricky Gervais, I will say. Sh- sure. I mean, for him. But yes. I, mean, I, I don't know if that uh, point is important. But Ricky Gervais being Ricky Gervais. Like, yeah. Where he's, he is another person where he's only him all the time. Yeah. He does not finish <laughs> a sentence in this whole movie. Like, he just kind of, like, trails off his ideas mm-hmm. in, like, the middle of an idiom. And, like, Ben Stiller always just is standing there waiting for, waiting like... Waiting for the rest the the other last bit and it never happens and so it i mean it's kind of a funny it's not a bad gag it's not a bad gag because again ben stiller i will say is at his best when he's at his most awkward and like unaware that he was being awkward for a couple minutes and then he uh he does kind of yeah lean into the awkward a little bit it's great but anyway so they get it down to see cecil who's who's, played by Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Who I had to Google, is Dick Van Dyke still alive? Yes. And he is. Every so often I get like a news alert, like Dick Van Dyke did something awesome. And you see like Dick Van Dyke in a photo and I'm like, (laughs) please be dead. Yeah. Don't be a predator. Yeah. I mean. Seems okay. I mean, if it hasn't happened by now. But sometimes there's a lag on these things. But anyway, but like, um. Yeah, but he's still alive. He's fine. Uh, Dick Van Dyke is the security guard. Pulls him in, shakes his hand. Oh, that's a great handshake, you know. Right. Kind of sizing him up. I was really interested in your resume. Tell me about, you know, yep. your many failed corporations. Yeah. Because apparently you live a life where you don't need health insurance. Or, like, a steady paycheck. <laughs> right. Even though you then live in Manhattan. This, then is this the job for you? Yes. <laughs> Also, the other two security cards, one is Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Which my kids were like, um, oh, that explains the, the Animaniacs the song. The Animaniacs song. He's a tiny little speck like about the size of Mickey Rooney. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the other one's Bill Cobbs, who mm-hmm. is on a, he's a... I re- all of these people I recognize. Yeah, like They're instantly all... you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in like all kinds of movies for... Mm-hmm. Yeah, years. years, decades. Yeah, like these are all like everyone so far in this movie. It's been like mom from Spy Kids. <laughs> yeah, like everybody's got pedigree. Like, like 
Other than the kid, sure. the kid I think is the only one where you're like, well, you you can't wait for a kid to get pedigree because then they're not a kid. Yeah, like it's there's a narrow window and there's few of those, and right. then you're also just like, you, like you right. couldn't use Macaulay Culkin for like ten years there, right? Like there's the girl from the piano, and then she came back to be like Rogue and X Men, right? But there was like a good like ten years where she was nothing. <laughs> Truth. So, um. But they're like, all right, so let's give a tour of the place. Um, and Cecil's like, this guy's the one. Like, I could tell in my bones, right, this she, guy's the one. He like talks to the other security guards, like, are you sure? Like, we really want to make sure we got the right, we got the right person mm-hmm. for you this can't, job. You can't afford to screw this up. He's like, no, no, we got him. This is the guy. Like, I, I know this is the one. So Cecil goes from the tour. Again, this is one of those moments where you're taking the tour and you're going from room to room. Right, you're laying out the um, the layout. Yeah, yeah, it's the layout <laughs> of, of, the, the of the museum. By the way, uh, I did a Google. The layout of the actual museum is nothing like this movie. Not, not much. They like don't even this movie. have a rotunda. They do have a rotunda, but it's way larger than the rotunda of this thing. Of course. Um, they have a hall of mammals, but mm-hmm. it's laid out different. Uh, they have the Hayden Planetarium, which is not mentioned in this film. Not at mentioned all. in this film, no. Because uh, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, Tyson could have made a great cameo. Yes, they didn't even touch it. Neil deGrasse was not not as uh, much of like a cultural, a mil- cultural, yeah, cultural a phenomenon, living a living meme. He he was not. He was not like he has risen to internet stardom. Yeah, in in the last ten years, sure. And yeah, it might have been a little bit before his like meteoric mm-hmm. rise, pardon right. the pun. But uh You did not pardon that pun. That pun was purposely there and It was not actually <laughs> that was anyway. Uh, but anyway, so I'm in the tour and he's like, Alright, listen. Um this is the tablet of Akhmen Ra, super mm-hmm. important. Keep keep your eye on that. Right. And so they go... Well, it's made of, like, solid gold. It's worth a fortune. Right, yeah, that's like, the... you're guarding a lot of things that are valuable, but, like, this thing actually has street value. Yeah. So, like... Like, sure, the the lion collected by Teddy Roosevelt, like, that's worth some stuff. but you can't melt that shit down and buy coke with it. Like, yeah, like, you're, you're not gonna... You're not gonna move that. Like right. nobody's nobody's fencing for Teddy lions. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a million of them. First off, right? There uh, are. Uh, but also, <laughs> you know, it's it's not really made of stuff. Right. That's usable. Right. So first night, Cecil hands him keys, mm-hmm. torch, and, and a list. Yep. A handwritten list. Yep. Of what to do. Instructions. Yep. He's like, listen, make sure you follow these instructions to the letter. Right. And, of course, Ben Stiller does not follow these directions to the letter. Yeah, okay, so uh, he, like, starts to read the instructions, and then he, like, gets distracted by, like, playing around on the, like, intercom. Yeah, he's like, Monday, Monday, Monday. And he's, like, you know, singing and whatever. Yep. And, yeah, he has some fun, but then he falls asleep. Does he fall asleep? He does fall asleep. He wakes up, and he's like, oh. Because you walk around, gets up, walks towards the bathroom. As he's walking towards the bathroom, you notice the big plinth that the T-Rex is on? Yes, is empty. Is empty. The giant T-Rex like, skeleton. Oh, shit. 
I lost some stuff. Yes. Like, we're... Yeah, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. He's like, how... Like, at first, like, he's like, oh, shit. And then, like, you can see, like, his brain going, wait. Mm-hmm. How did I lose an entire T-Rex statue? And he, like, checks his watch. Like, how do they move it out of here in, like, an hour? There's no way somebody stole, like, this entire T-Rex statue right. from this room. Like, right. And he was like, I've noticed. I'm I'm a real shitty guard because all I did was play on the PA and fall asleep. But I would have noticed. <laughs> I, I think I would have noticed that. And so he turns and... Like, kind of is poking around, you know, he's going down the hallway looking for it. He thinks Cecil's probably pranking him, is right. what he thinks. And he comes around, and he turns his flashlight on, and there's the T-Rex bent over, drinking from the water fountain. Right. I have questions. Okay. Yes, the T-Rex is just bones. Yeah. Right? So if he drinks, wouldn't the water fall out of his mouth? And in fact does. Onto the floor? Yeah, like you see it dripping through him. Through his throat? So what's the point of this whole exercise? Okay. Also, how how do you suck up the water when you're just bones? You have no no mouth? No no way of actually... Like, he he just gets his teeth wet. He just just rubs his face in a fountain. How does a T-Rex hit the button on the water fountain? There's a button on the water fountain. Yeah, like to turn on the water fountain. You Mm -hmm. know the button? Like the lever? Yes, yes. How do you... How does a T-Rex hit? I would think he'd have to hit it with his back. With like his... like reach a claw up <laughs> yeah, from the back? like a and cat? Like... <laughs> or maybe his tail? Like reach it around and push Ooh, the button? I don't... I don't know. And, yeah. And so... He calls... He, like, runs away. Uh, there's, like, a comically funny chase of him, like, of him running around. running after a T-Rex bones... Corporeal T-Rex bones. <laughs> yeah. Um animated animated and he calls cecil he's like cecil cecil the t-rex it's moving and cecil is in his apartment doing like a conga line right happy retirement happy retirement party and he's like yeah it does that did you read the instructions he's like what he's like read the the instructions instructions. it's all there he's like okay and he's like number one throw the bone Mm -hmm. what throw the bone and the t-rex runs up and drops one of his rib bones and he's like, throw the bone? So he throws the bone, and the T-Rex chases it, brings it back. Like a drops big again. puppy. Yeah, he's a giant puppy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I can do this. Okay, okay. So that's fine. And then he starts going around and looking, noticing the whole museum has come to life. The whole museum comes to life. Yes. There's an Easter Island statue that calls him Dum Dum. Yeah. Wants gum gum. Dum Dum wants some gum gum. Um, Adela the Hun is chasing him around. Right. Yeah. So that's a thing. The the uh the. It was a Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Sorry. Yeah, uh, it might be Attila the Hun. It might be Attila the Hun. Yeah, I think it's Attila. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Um, Sacagawea is stuck in a glass case with Lois and with Lewis and Clark, who are not asking her directions. Not at all. They're like looking at a map, and she's mm-hmm. like, "I'm the one who like found his horses and food, and knows how to track, and has like lived here." And these white boys with a map. <laughs> white boys. It's true. These white people are dangerous. Um. There's an accidental civil war. Um. 
one of the things he notices is you've got to lock up the the hall of african mammals and he's like oh there's lions and shit in there right or the lions will eat you yes or the lions will eat you so he goes to do it and he ends up locking himself into the hall of mammals right and as he's trying to handle that there's a monkey that steals his keys yes the monkey they call him dexter yep and then, like, the monkey bites him, and then the monkey pees on him, because that's hilarious in a kid's movie. Okay. Yeah. This is a animated stuffed monkey. Yeah. That has been dead for years. Yeah. How did he pee? I mean, he drinks from the fountain, like he the T-Rex. He drinks from the fountain, like the T-Rex. So, they, so not, only do, not only do they become animated... But they become alive. I guess. And are murderable. I guess? Yeah, I don't... It's just, this is much different than, like... Because, okay, this pitch is Toy Story. Yeah, in a museum. In a museum. It's based on a book. Yes. So, like, I don't know if that predates Toy Story, but... It probably does. But, yeah, it is This Toy is Story. a classic trope yeah. of what if everything comes alive at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's um, Toy Story, it's um, Today's Special, yes. it's, you know, a lot of a lot of those. Tales of the Time. Tales of the Time. Uh, what was the the statue mom for Christmas or something? I don't know. Statue mom for Christmas. Or the mannequin for the boys. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but Dexter steals the instruction, rips him up, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, fuck now. Like, right, I gotta what am make I gonna this on do? my own. Um, so he enlists the help of Teddy Roosevelt. Well, he's gonna get there. He's not there yet. He escapes um the monkey, but gets shot by like Mayans. Who, yes, he, like he sits, tiny Mayans. Yeah, right? tiny Mayans with little bitty darts. Yeah, from the from the Hall of Miniatures. Yeah, the diorama room. Mm-hmm. And they he like they numb his face like their little poison darts, but. There's enough dosage just to, like, numb his, like, it's lip like a Novocaine. very weird, as a museum, that instead of being like, we're gonna make a Mayan exhibit, and we're gonna have, like, a small diorama, but then also, like, clothes and shoes and like, other artifacts. And, maybe like, by theme? Right. No. They're like, this is all our small shit. Like, <laughs> this, so, this is a museum, like, run by people... Who do not, I'm going to say, do not care about history. Because if you're like, oh, small shit, cool. <laughs> well, yeah, then it becomes an exhibit of this guy made dioramas. Right. Not, right. this is what Mayans were like. Right. It's a real interesting, uh, it's a, yeah. Also, this is a museum of natural history. Mm-hmm. We've got Mayans and like the Old West and uh, Romans. Gladi- Romans all kind of like crammed in together. The small no, shit. None of that's natural history sometimes people donate stuff yeah. to a museum yeah that's kind of with my a lot of money and that stuff has to get uh displayed and even though it doesn't make sense it's there which is why there's a giant dollhouse in the science and industry museum right because it's where it was donated to and it's kind of cool and it's cool it came with a and big it, it fucking came, check and it came with a big check so there you go cool yeah um so he escapes the the Mayans, ends up falling into the um 
He gets tied up and falls into the Western exhibit. Right, so they attack him. Yeah, tie up his ankles. Gulliver's travels. Yeah. With the little ropes across him. They yeah, tie him to a rubber track and they run a train into his face. Yeah, they're like, We're gonna run you over, man. And they run this train, it's super dramatic, and the train hits the side of his head, just falls over because it's a fucking toy train. Can we talk about the cowboy? The cowboy, of course. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, man. My kids can identify Owen Wilson by his nose, and I appreciate right. that. Right, you're like, oh, it's Owen Wilson. It's you're the like, guy yes. with the nose. I'm it's like, the guy with the nose. Yeah, it. you're not wrong. I mean, he does have a nose. He does have a nose. It is distinctive. Mm-hmm. And also, he sounds like Lightning McQueen. So... Yeah. And that voice is burned into their psyches. <laughs> we have watched that movie a lot. Yeah, I mean... Not now, but both, like... Both of my boys had hard cars mm-hmm. phases. And, yeah. um... Yeah, so... And unfortunately, my daughter had to live through that, so. Yeah, so Owen Wilson in his uh, western town is trying to blow a hole in the wall. Well, we're not there yet. Oh, But they're trying to, they are fighting and trying to take over from the Roman Legion. Mm -hmm. Who's on the other side of them. Right, right. But at this point, like, all that's happening is that um, Larry stands up. And then there's the Roman legions arrayed in front of him, and mm-hmm. they hit him with like flaming arrows and rocks and stuff. Right. And this Both is centers. when Teddy Roosevelt like is like, "Come this way, man." Right. And and get let's get out of here. Yeah, let me help you. And he's like, "So you're fucking up." Wow, this is not going well at all. This is like a lot. Um. So let me give you the tour. Let's get this kind of settled in. He's like, "All right, so here's the deal." They go down to the basement and like, this is the temple of Achman Ra. That's the tablet of Achman Ra. That's Achman Ra. And it's the mummy case is just like screaming and yelling and banging on the lid. Right. And they're like, why'd you let him out? And he's like, ah, we're not really sure we want to do that. Seems like he's kind of mad. Yeah, because you won't let him out. Well, anyway. Yeah. He's like, but that tablet means that this all of us come alive every night from mm-hmm. dusk till dawn. If we're outside when the lights come back on, we get turned to dust. Right. If we're outside during sunrise, we turn to dust. Okay. Yeah. So, New York is on the eastern edge of the time zone. Sure. I don't know if you've ever lived on an eastern edge of the time zone. It sucks. The sun fucking goes down at four o'clock in the winter. Yeah. So the museum would still, even if it's open from nine to five, would still ostensibly be open. Yeah. Maybe they're winter hours, like school hours. Maybe they have winter hours where the sun goes down, but, like, they don't observe sunset for another two hours because, you know, like, daylight savings time. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, like, maybe it's just like, and the museum closes at three in the... Maybe the... During the the winter. Yeah, because they don't have electricity or something. And they're like... It's just open for school groups. Just open for school groups. Private private assignment only. Private assignment. Hey, uh, how about Tuesday? Yeah, we're booked. Yeah. Uh, next Tuesday. Yeah, still booked. Five Tuesdays from now? Yeah, all so the Tuesdays maybe, booked, sir. Maybe they're only open from like nine to three. Yeah. Museum of the people, if you will. Yeah. It's like your bank, you know. <laughs> they keep banker's hours, basically. Yes, they do keep banker's hours. I don't know, but they are still... Whatever. But Roosevelt does help him get it all back together. hmm And kind of organize things into like somewhat... Right. And he's like, Lawrence, some men are... Born great. Others have greatness thrust upon them. 
And Lauren's there's like, yeah, you got it. He's like, I mean, I'm neither of those people, but cool. Cool. I just got this job at a crazy museum. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure I'm going to, like, stick around because it's a fucking crazy right. museum. Like, this is not worth 11 an hour. Yep. It's not. Yeah. So, um, that morning... The director walks in and Larry's like, hey, good news. Uh, I fucking quit. Like, nope, 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 right. nope. Like, here's my badge. Here's my keys. I'm out. Here's my torch. Uh, out skis. And he's like, but you can't. Uh, okay. I mean. Yeah. Fine. And so he walks outside and his son's there with Paul Rudd. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, can I get a tour? Can you show me around? He's like, I'm so excited about your new job. And he's like, uh, you know what? Actually, it's not a good time. There's some things going on. We can't go in right now. I promise, though. I promise. Yeah. We'll we'll go back in and do it some other time, though. Okay? He's like, yeah, let me let me schedule it. Which, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just. I This kid shows up places and just expects, like. When I'm like, are you supposed to be in school? Who's watching you? I understand that they're New York City kids who like New York City kids are their own thing. They're kind of half their own. <laughs> they can and they can run around. Yeah. You know, when your mom's like, you you have to stay on the island. That's right. that's your fence. But mom, I'm twelve. Okay, fine, you can go to Statlin. Right, whatever. Whatever. You're only allowed to ride on the blue line. Yeah. But like <laughs> anyway, so he's like goes back in, he's like, Alright, listen. I'm can I can I get my job back? And the director's like, uh no. Cause come right. here. And there's he takes him to the diorama room. And that's where you see the Roman guy, the general, uh-huh. who is in the stocks in the western side. Right. He's like, everything's all fucked up. Yeah, this is not funny. This is not Silly, this is a serious museum. We have serious exhibits who are trying to teach people about important things in history. This is not that. This is, this has no place in my museum. And he kind of wants to fire him, but he just quit. But, yeah, I don't know. How does he get his job back then? I don't know. Like, he says, like, one more chance, I think. Mm-hmm. Also, like, all the other three security guards have retired, already retired. So, like, he's kind of stuck. So, um, he ate. So Larry calls up Cecil again. He's like, listen, man, you got another copy of that instruction book? He's like, no, man, I wrote one copy by hand. Like, that's all there is. Mm-hmm. There ain't no more. Like, you blew that shot. He's like, crap. He's like, but, you know, hey, learn some history. Like, yeah, you know, it takes hel- a time. It helped me a lot. Help me a lot. And as he says this, the cute docent walks by and there's like, cool. So he just starts following her on a school tour. Right. So she's on a school tour of like fourth graders. Yeah. He's the new guy at work. Right. New uh, night security guard. Yeah. And he's just following. Mm-hmm. And also being obnoxious. Yeah. Like he's like. Um... Like asking ridiculous questions. Yeah. And she's like. Yeah. No. Like this is a lion. But this isn't a real lion. I mean this is a. It's not a lie. Right. He starts talking to Dexter, the little capuchin monkey. Monkey. And uh, he's like, I see you. Like, it's on. No. (laughs) He's like, would you maybe care to get a cup of coffee sometime? She's like, yeah, sure. He's like, you know, I talk about history. Like, I want to hear about you. I want to hear about the history. You know what? Honestly, your first day on the work. No, Bob. No. You know what? I'm... I'm getting well, a vibe here. Yeah, I am here for like, hey, 
do you want to go to lunch? Like, I want to know all about working here. Like. Yeah, that would be cool. You work here and I work here and we're co-workers. And like, you know, what's the vibe? Like, do I need to label my yogurts? Like. Yeah. That's like, all the stuff, at, literally that's all the stuff at work that uh, you only find out after someone steals your yogurts. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, sorry and about like, I, I want it to be part of onboarding. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I get you there. Um, so, like, that's stuff you address in lunch with coworkers. Right, exactly. That first lunch with coworkers. It's a very important moment. Um, but she, you know, she's like, sure, me and you out to coffee, just the two of us. That seems like a personal, perfectly reasonable thing. She does never she's always in public with him that's like, true she like they go to the the place around the corner to get coffee and then they like like i think they can see there. the front doors like yeah. the whole time yeah like they're not really far but um he's like so she's like well she's like yeah i'm a big secretaria fan i'm writing a dissertation i'm like 400 pages into it it's not going well i wish i could just know her a little bit better and he's like huh okay cool was she deaf what could she could she hear he's, no, I think she she was yeah, fine. I, That's not part of the historical record. Like it, it, she could hear. Yeah, seems like so. She was pretty badass, and if she couldn't hear, she's even badder asser. Like, mm-hmm. but I think she could hear. Yeah, and so he's like, okay, cool, because she couldn't hear him when he was trying to talk to her right, through, the glass, through the glass. So he's trying to figure some stuff out there. Um, and he's like, all right, well, um. Okay, thanks for the info. I'm going to go do some research. So he goes to like a bookstore and sits on the floor and reads books because mm-hmm. he's that guy. Right. Uh, he goes on some very late 2000s like um, websites. Websites. Searching. Like this day and age, he would just be like on Wikipedia for mm-hmm. like two days because yeah. like everything he he would probably get as much as he needs to know about what he needs well, to know from wikipedia many many wikipedia articles have like baller uh sources sources and you're just like oh let's let's go to a more direct source yeah oh hey look it's like an actual video from yes. youtube of this guy's speech like cool yeah. like that's way more useful than you know well but gathering them all in one place is that's the big service it provides yes um and so he's like all right cool i got some plans and this is when Fatboy Slim's Weapon of Choice starts playing. Yes. It's a great song. It is a great song. It is a great song. I am a little haunted by the music video to this day. Yeah. I mean, walking, like, just staring dead-faced at a camera. But also dancing. Like, amazing dancing? Not yeah. just, like... I mean, he's a great dancer. Yeah, he's... Most, most people in film have had, like... Some kind of dance training, and so or came up through Broadway and have a Broadway. ton of dance yeah. training, yeah. or were like vaudeville people. Like a lot of them have yeah. had. Do we still have vaudeville people? Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Depend depending on what, what on the year. generation. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah, a lot of them are real aware of how their body moves, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it makes sense, but also is is creepy. Yep. So um, the. First stop is the diorama room. He's like, listen, guys, you got to knock your shit off. Like, I'll give you full reign of this whole room. I'm not going to lock you in your things like the Mayans because he pulled the glass so they would stop shooting arrows at him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He pulled his glass on them. He's like, I'm not going to lock you in like I locked them in. If you guys can agree to get along. Right. 
but like, like you guys have to be better you have to be better you're better than this don't you know you guys stop trying to drill a hole through there stop trying to blast a hole through there like right, you're just gonna get a wall and you're just gonna run into each other like it's just no stop it and they're like fine we call a truce cool um he tricks the monkey with some like baby keys yeah but why did he have baby keys his child is like 10 mm, i don't know he has moved many times yeah. those baby keys would have moved on yeah, to a he better has life no appreciate paychecks to like with, buy with shit. which to buy new baby keys i don't understand where the baby keys came from i don't either uh he does catch teddy roosevelt checking out sacco again he's like right. mm-hmm, how you doing Right, and he was like, so you're, like, real into Sacagawea, yep. but you've never talked to her. Like, I mean, she's behind glass and stuff. <laughs> yep. He gives the big, uh, he's got a remote control car to drive around the bone for the mm-hmm. um, for the dinosaur, so that's cool. Right, so he's keeping the dinosaur busy. He gives the Easter Island guy st- bubblegum. Right. So he's happy. He does a magic trick for Genghis Khan. And that's where it all goes awry. Yeah. So at first, Genghis Khan and his people are fascinated by his magic. And they're like, yes, like this dollar is store magic tricks. Yeah. Right. This is great. You're you can be whatever. Mm-hmm. You're touched by God or whatever. Uh then they figure out how he does it because he's just bad at sleight of hand. Yeah. And they get rolled in. I mean, he probably had six hours worth of practice, tops, if right. he didn't sleep at all that day. Right. So, like, I, I see. And then I get mad. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at him for being uh, not great at sleight of hand magic. I'm like, this is a real gamble mm. <laughs> that Attila the Hun is all of a sudden, like... I'm going to point out, I, 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 we're going to call it Genghis and Attila. I'm not really sure which one it was. I, I don't think. remember which one. I could look it up. Nah. Um, but anyway, so... While this is all happening, you see somebody break into Larry's house. And Uh it's not a real clear shot. Like, I kind of had to look back at it a couple times. Somebody breaks into Larry's house and plants some, like, gold artifacts in a desk drawer and closes it. Mm -hmm. And that's all you see. Right. You're like, what is this? This is so confusing. That's a weird inset into this whole thing. And this, then when they come back... The museum's going nuts. It's like a party. They're trying to pull Larry apart. The tons or the... Yes. Yeah. Trying to pull Larry apart. Uh, The animals are running wild. Uh, The the statue, the Easter Island statue, is blown a bubble and there's like gum stuck to the side of his face. Right. Uh, Didn't... Isn't this one the, uh, the cave people? One of them is on fire? Yes. And he has to like... Hit him with a fire extinguisher. Hit him with a fire extinguisher and then they get in a big fire extinguisher fight. Yep, that happens. Um, and then, like, the monkey crashes open a window and one of the, the cavemen runs out it. Um, yeah, then there's a slap fight with a monkey that goes, like, way yeah, too long. Yeah, way too long. Slap fight with a monkey. Yep. And then, like, he's like, well, this obviously didn't fucking work. I need to do something. And Roosevelt's like, man, it's fine. You're, it's growing pains. We'll get this all sorted out. Like everything's going back. Here's the thing. There's a ton of physical damage to the, to the museum right. being it's, done. It's covered in, uh, in fire extinguisher foam. fire extinguisher foam. I think the dinosaur had crashed part of the like information desk. Right. Like there's windows broken. There's all kinds of stuff. Like, does that just get magically fixed? 
by the temp- tablet at the end of the night? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But yet it seems to be out. Um, but Larry's like, I'm quitting again. And as he starts to walk out, he notices there's a caveman missing. Uh-huh. Into the outside. Yep. He's like, oh, no. And he sees him turn to dust. Yeah. And he's like. Oh, bad feelings. Like, somebody has to protect these things. Like Right. And his kid comes into the... Is this when his kid comes in with his friends? Uh, no. And gets fired? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is right. That is right. right. So his kid and his friends is like, yeah, my dad's going to show us a tour. It's going to be sweet. And uh, Ricky Gervais is like, the fuck is this? And he's like, there is, like... Fire extinguisher foam all over this thing. He's like, right. and one of the cavemen is missing. Right. And yeah, He's this, like, this uh, place is a mess. He's like, uh, you know, stuff. Yep. And so. So he gets fired and uh, the friends are like, uh, I think your dad just got fired, man. And he's like, uh, we should leave. <laughs> yeah. And so Larry's like. Somehow manages to, like, con his way back into another chance. Is this when, on the news, Yeah, they, they see, like, uh, dinosaur prints. In the in fresh the snow. fresh Cavemen snow. on the roof. Yeah. And Cave drawings. Like, all these, like, viral, like... Video moments. Video moments. And, the, and uh, there are all these people coming to the museum. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ricky Gervais is, like, clever. Action. Clever. I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing here. But don't destroy my shit. Like, you got, Which one, is fair. You got one more day. You got one more shot, sir. And he tells the Qtos and like, listen, um, so tonight at night, at night, this place comes alive. Like, right. literally comes alive. You need to be here for this. And, and she's like... She's like, way to, way to make fun of the nerd. Like... Yeah. Like, this, this is a real shitty thing to say to somebody. <laughs> Which seems... Fair. Yeah. So this is when that evening, mm-hmm. he, you know, his third night in the museum, when he's barely survived two of them. Right. He decides to bring a son. He decides to bring a son. And as his son is there, he's like, all right, so when the sun goes down, you're going to see some wild shit, man. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Get ready for it. And the sun goes down. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Son is kind of very disappointed because, you know, apparently he thinks his dad's a con man and a shyster right. and untrustworthy, and his dad just proved it again. Right. He's he a bummed about it. Yeah. And there's like, okay, well, we got to look around and figure out what's going on. He goes downstairs and the tablet's gone. Right. The tablet of Amon Ra is missing. Right. He's like, oh. And like, Nikki's like, the son's like, I'm just going to go home. He's like, uh, we, can, you, can you give me a minute? Like, got to figure some stuff out. And so Larry runs around and he finds out it's the old security guards. Right, right. It's Cecil and uh, Mickey Rooney. And, and the other guy. The other guy. And they're stealing the tablet. Right. And he's like, what are, like, well, what are you doing? What the fuck, guys? Like, why are you doing that? He's like, because uh, not only does it make things come to life, it makes old dudes feel young again. Right. You can't buy this shit in a bottle. Like. Right. Right, he's like, I like, I'm, I'm retiring to wherever, but I'm bringing this shit with me. Yeah, exactly. And there's like, well, you can't do that. And he's like, come at me, and Mickey Rooney whips his 
ass. Right, and Dick Van Dyke. They all they all beat the shit out of him with like crazy karate moves. Yeah, it's hilarious actually. Uh, and they've also been framing Larry because they were the ones that were hiding the artifacts in Larry's office. Right, and they were the ones who purposely chose someone who what. Desperately needed the money, couldn't keep a job, like... Had a history of being kind of sketchy, of was kind in of sketchy. rough shape. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's what they meant by he's the one. Not like he's the one to protect his magic. Mm-hmm. He's the patsy. Right, he's, he's the He's the fall patsy. guy. Oh, you assholes. Yep, yep. They're just really big assholes. I mean, yeah. It was, the, it was part of their plan. Yep. So... So big twist, Dick Van Dyke is the villain. Yeah. But, um... So now, yeah. they, uh, they got the, I think, the little kid stole the, the tablet, tablet and was like, just, like, run! Just run, take it downstairs, like, get it out of here. Mm-hmm. Put it back where it belongs or whatever. Yeah, and so he's taken off, um, and they all wake up, but, like, I guess the tablet has to be on the the wall to wake everybody up. But right. afterward, or, or it has a... no, it has to be flat. All the numbers have to be slipped oh, the right way. Yeah, there's. It's like it's like a it's like a beanbag game. Yeah, like a tic tac toe beanbag game. Yeah, I know those. <laughs> Where you throw the beanbag and toss the across. Little... Yes, toss across. <laughs> so yeah, it's basically a ancient Egyptian gold toss across. And they all have to be flat on one side. Right. And so the kid flips it to flat one side. And as soon as he does so, everything comes to life. Yeah. Magic juice happens. Yes. And um, so, but the guards do manage to kind of steal it back, but they haven't got it off the property yet, which I guess is the magic line. Just like a radius? I don't know how this works. Does it only work like in the building? Does it work within a radius? Is it like building also intellectually hollowed ground or something? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. At some point, they're going to get across. Like, they were all outside earlier and mm-hmm. then back. So, I guess there's a radius because if not, every museum in the world turns on every night, which right. seems it's, not. It's accurate. only this tablet that turns only, on this museum. People. I don't know what the rules are. I think there's a radius. I think it's like Wi Fi. So, um, but Teddy gives a pep talk, like, um, to to Larry because Larry's like I can't do this like I'm just some guy and he's like of course you can do this and Larry's like listen I'm not like the 26th president of the United States I'm not like some badass that like killed everything in this museum I'm not somebody who had more mediocre male bravado than any human in history <laughs> right right like who went to an Ivy League school and was still like I'm a man of the people <laughs> yeah like when there was a war it was like I can hire a bunch of guys to go fight with me Right. And then enough. So, so he is in the U.S. Volunteer Corps. Mm-hmm. Depending how many people you brought with you, that was your rank. Right. Like basically, however many people were under you. It, yeah, it was like an Instagram followers MLM. Yeah, it was. You're not wrong. And so he just bought enough dudes to sign up for the Volunteer Corps that he was like a general going in. Mm-hmm. Because he's rich. Yeah, he had a lot of money. And, like, had a really weird sense of what it meant to be manly and awesome and needed to prove himself in war Mm -hmm. to be cool. It's a whole thing. Yeah, he's a fascinating individual. He really is the weirdest thing. (laughs) But, yeah. Um, But anyway, he's like, but he's like, listen, actually, 
I'm not Teddy Roosevelt. I'm a statue of Teddy Roosevelt that comes to life. I have some of his memories, but like, I never did all that stuff. I'm not responsible for this. Mm -hmm. I, I'm i just, just, just a statue from the lobby of a museum in New York. Like, I know my role, mm -hmm. but like, I made a wax. What are you made of, Larry? And I wanted to be like, yeah, um, Ben Stiller? Like, yeah. you know, not, not a great start. I'm uh, a meat puppet. Yeah. But uh, he, uh, but Larry's like, all right, we're going to do this. So they wake up the Pharaoh. They wake up the Pharaoh because the Pharaoh can fix it. Yeah. He it's maybe, his tablet. He knows how the tablet works. He knows the rules. He can, he can make it work. And they wake him up. And he's actually kind of a cool guy. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a British accent. He speaks perfect English. Uh, I went to Oxford. Uh, Cambridge. I went to Cambridge, right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I was in display in the Egyptology department for 14 years. <laughs> yes. So, like, the pharaoh kind of, you know, goes upstairs. The lobby's a war zone. Mm -hmm. um, Larry, Every, all the infighting. Yeah. Larry can talk to Attila the Hun. But uh, apparently the pharaoh speaks Hun and can talk to right. Larry for Attila. So, like... Well, because Attila, Attila the Hun doesn't speak English. But he l understands it. Not really. He understands, like... Basic. Some things, maybe. Like... Yeah. Yeah. But Larry's able to talk to him and get, like, some sort of emotional breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And, like, ends up, like, hugging it out. Right, right. And then they're friends. And then they're friends. And then Larry's like, I gotta take charge. Yeah. And uh, that's when he's like, guys, everybody stop it. Like... Yeah, well, and then Easter Island guy's like, shut up! Mm -hmm. And everybody shuts up, and he's like, listen. Big motivational speech time. Right. We gotta work together. Right. We gotta capture the guards, or they're gonna make off with the tablet, and then, like, we're all fucked. And we're all gonna die. Yeah. So it doesn't You'll matter. Come... It doesn't matter how much you hate each other if you're all dead. So, like, let's... Let's find those guys, stop mm -hmm. them... Then you can get back to this bullshit. But, like... Right. Well, and then he was like, and stop. Like, like Civil War guys, stop it. Like, the North won. Slavery is bad. Get over it. Yeah. Which, I mean, but is a like, lesson we need South, to teach. you get the Almond Brothers, NASCAR. So, so, like... you know, there's some good stuff. You're okay. We'll be fine. Yeah. Like, Romans and, like... Romans and, like, cowboys. Wild West people. Like, you're a lot more the same than you are different. Yeah. You're just, you know, you be friends. Just... Knock it off, right. you know. Let's work together and let's kick those guards' ass. Mm -hmm. So they proceed to work together and kick the guards' right. ass. I really wanted, like, in Home Alone, where it's, like, master plan, where they, like, roll out. <laughs> like a sketched <laughs> like a, map. A sketched map of what you do. Because that's what, that's what the next part of this movie feels like, is a very, like, the Home Alone uh, yeah. montage. Yeah, of them just, like... Catching and capturing and chasing down the the guards. Mm -hmm. And they get two of them pretty quick. Yes. It's Dick Van Dyke that gives them problems. Yes. He's very wily. Yep. And he manages to get out the back uh, and take off in a car. In a car? Yes. Or in a van. Uh -huh. And so, and there's like, crap, I need... I need a track. I need to know where they go. Yeah, I need to know where they go. And... So he goes in and he gets Sacagawea. He breaks the glass. Yeah, to get Sacagawea out. To get Sacagawea out. Because she's a great tracker. She's a great tracker. And he brings her over and is like, hey, can you track these wheels? And she's like, yeah, 
You took off east and then crashed. How can you tell that? And she points and just out of the frame from where they were standing is the truck. Is the truck. Smashed into a pole. Right. And he's like, oh, I guess I, I didn't really need you for that then, did I? And she just kind of looks at like, like, no. But Teddy Roosevelt's there just like fawning over her. Oh, yeah. So much fawning. So much fawning. So when Dick Van Dyke comes busting out of the back on a horse and carriage. Right. And slices through. Well, he, Teddy pushes Sacagawea out. She's going to get run over. Right. But he gets run over and like cut in half, basically. Right. And him pushing her out of the way is just enough to be like, oh, I'm instantly in love with him. So I'm so smitten. Yep. Mm, I hate that trope. But anyway. Um, and so Sacagawea is going to stick around um, pick, fixing Teddy Roosevelt while Larry goes on a horse chase through the park. Through Central Park. With Dick Van Dyke, who is in a stagecoach full of stolen artifacts. Right. The docent comes in. She is just blown away from everything that's happening. Right. So she uh, was in a a cab. Right. And uh, the dinosaur walked by. And she was like, oh shit. Like, like he, he was telling the truth. He wasn't trying to make fun of me. Yeah. So she runs in and is like, oh wow. So there's a chase through New York or Central Park. At one point, uh, Octavius, the the Roman guy, and Owen Wilson are in a like remote control car. Right, they find a remote control car. There was the one that was telling the phone around earlier right. that they can drive from the inside. Yeah, somehow because that's how remote control cars work. No, not yeah. at all. It would make way more sense if it was a remote control like truck, and the control was in the bed, and they were in the bed. Like, and one could be doing the, the faster, slower handle, right. and one could be doing the left-right handle. Right. Like, it'd be a cute little work-together moment. And that actually does work. Like, you can do I mean, that. I, in theory, if you're an inch if and a half tall. If you're tiny enough. Yeah. But no remote control car works from the inside. That's craziness. Mm-hmm. And um, and so as they're chasing this, um, Larry's chasing him in a horse, and... Um, Dick Van Dyke's, he's like, Where does Larry find a horse? Is it... It's... It's Teddy Roosevelt's horse? Teddy Roosevelt's horse. horse. Right. Uh, And so, Dick Van Dyke's like, you can't stop these horses. These are, you know, these are stagecoach horses. They're only stopped for the secret word. And I don't remember what the secret word is. Yeah. But Larry says, oh, you mean... And he says it. And the horses just stop, and Dick Van Dyke literally flies. Right. Flies head first out of the stagecoaches into the snow. Yep. And he's like, I read a fucking book. (laughs) And so, like, he gets the horses and the horse and the wagon back, along with somehow managing to get Dick Van Dyke back. Right. I don't know why Dick Van Dyke just doesn't run away. Well, they, uh, I guess Larry takes him back. He's a security guard. Takes his job seriously. Yeah. And they tie him up with the other two. The museum is... Shambles. Shambles. Just absolute trash. Uh, Right as the sun's about to come up. And they're like, I guess everybody made it. And like... um, The Dosen's having a moment with like Sacagawea. Mm -hmm. Um... Teddy's back together again, and he's like, everyone made it. And there's like, not everyone. Not everyone. And Teddy's like, sometimes you lose the best men. Sometimes right. It's hard. It's like we, like, lo- we lost some good men. 
Like, uh, we did because, some good things. Because Owen Wilson and uh, Octav- yeah. Octavius are still out. Well, they he thinks the, he the thinks they are. car, tr- the truck crashed. So, mm-hmm. like, there's no, they're, they're stuck. And so, um, right as they're, like, lamenting it, just as the first rays of dawn are starting to, like, light up the sky. Right. Octavius and, and Jeb mm-hmm. come crawling up the stairs it's like you can't get rid of us that easy i can't quit you man <laughs> and i was just like wow is that a it's a pork back mountain okay. reference okay okay i'm gonna have to explain that one no i'm not never will they'll find it or they won't it's yeah, cool it's fine um but anyway and yay everybody's back in but again this museum is absolutely trash there's broken glass there's artifacts that have been stolen and are in the back of a stagecoach mm-hmm. like everything seems to have just kind of like last minute like i don't know how they're gonna pull this off and the next morning the news is about all these tracks in the snow uh like all this extra stuff like that was crazy mm-hmm. and larry gets fired again right, again and that's when the museum is like the director comes out and the museum's like super full. Oh yeah, that okay. That's what that's the when that is. And he's like, "So maybe you're not fired again? I don't know." So like he quit or got fired like four times in this film yeah. in two days. Yeah, that's not how jobs work. It's how this job works. Is it? Yeah. And so the next career day, Larry's there and he's like, "I'm the light watchman at the." Museum of Natural History. And let me tell you, that place is awesome. Like, let me tell you about some of my favorite exhibits. Like, right. It's, and, like, it's it's where history comes alive. Yeah. Uh, and back at the museum, we get a dance party credits to... Yes. Dance party credits. 21st of September. Yes. To September. Yeah. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yep. And the last little moment is that the guards did not get ratted out or sent to the no. jail. No. But instead, they're charged with cleaning up the... The museum. The Maybe museum. all the bullshit that happens every night, those yeah. guards now have to clean up they every morning. Up. So they have they have a shift from four in the morning to eight in the morning yeah. where they just clean. But also, I think the theory is you're also allowed to be near the tablet of Opmet Gra mm-hmm. so that... Get some of your good juices. Get some of that Joju on you and, yeah. and be cool. Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Still seems... I don't know if any of the, like, good feelings hold all the time. You know, like, if it carries over. Like, if what it's do you wor- mean? If it's, is it even worth it to feel good only at work? Oh, definitely not. You know what I mean? I don't think it is. No. <laughs> I mean, I've never felt like my life was being rejuvenated by anything that's happened at right, work. Right, right. So, so, yeah, that's a, that's a uh, real that's interesting... Weird. Interesting phenomena. I don't know how that would work. So, what do we learn from this movie? I mean, some very questionable historical facts. Yes, yes. I mean, I have a lot of just like questions. Like, where where did the people firing weapons get more ammunition? Yeah, they just keep firing weapons. I don't. I don't know. You know, again, why do some people speak English and some people don't? Yeah. Why do some... Uh, everybody seems to understand English to a certain level, but nobody speaks it? Yeah. That's and then, weird. And then, like, why... 
why didn't the to-do list have like lock up lines before sunset? Like why can't he come in an hour early? <laughs> yeah, like as soon as the last guest leaves, start locking the following rooms very like, quickly. In order. You know, like, like even at like four thirty, if no one's in African mammals, lock it up. Just gonna lock that shit down. Right. And like, you know, the birds and the mammoths and like also maybe like just just find a way to scratch behind the the T-Rex's ears or something and calm him down like does he have to play fetch? Right. I don't know. And again, so much property damage that like just magically yes. is fixed. Poof. Yes. Like yeah, fixing glass is not like oh, we'll just sweep this up. Like it's a big broken thing. Well, like the information desk in the middle, like I think it's trashed like three different times in three different ways on three different nights. And at the end of the movie, it's, it's just standing it's there, still there, like nothing happened. They just have a room of information desks, like just like butterf- just pieces, just like butterflies in the wall with pins in them. They're just like the room of desks. Oh yeah, that seems seems right. Right, that's how museums work, isn't it? They have unlimited budgets to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and they just have extra furniture just in case. Just in case. No, I don't think so. I don't Probably know, not. but it's. It was not a bad film. No, no, it's watchable for sure. Very watchable. And to his credit, it's 90% Ben Stiller. Yes. And his reactions. We never talked about who Teddy Roosevelt was. Oh, he's Robin Williams. He's Robin Williams. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh. It's it's almost, it hurts in a good way. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I miss Robin. It's true. He it's was true. such a phenomenal actor. Yes. And we had a real moment of panic if the if like the Night at Museum series was his last <laughs> movies. It was close to his last movie. Was... Night at the Museum three. Yeah, uh, he was filming uh, pretty close to his death. So it depends on what what you mean by last, because like there, he has he had posthumous uh, things that came out. Yeah, because things that were in the can that have been filmed. Right. Night at Museum three being one of them. There are like four other films as well. So this may have, Night at Museum 3 may have been one of his last filmed roles, mm-hmm. but was not the last thing to come out. Right. Weirdly. So it's it's a whole thing. But yeah, I, I do miss Robin. He's amazing. And then this one, like with the mustache, I'm like, so how does he look both exactly like Teddy Roosevelt and, and exactly, exactly like, like Robin, Robin Williams, Williams? Yeah. Who look kind of nothing strange. like each other. I mean, you know, get him a hat and a big mustache. Everybody like, looks like Teddy Roosevelt. Just, just have him walking around with like nothing but chest. Like right. have have his chest enter the room two minutes before his rest, rest of, him. of him. Yeah. Like yeah, that's Teddy Roosevelt. Sure. I guess. So he also is on a horse for like ninety uh, percent of this movie. The whole time he's on a horse, pretty much. I'm on a horse. No, wait. It's true. Um, what did you learn? I don't know. Like, I just uh, let the Egyptian guy out because apparently Rami Malek is amazing. Yes. <laughs> like, he's I was funny. like, oh, Rami Malek's in this movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, cool. It's, it's, yeah, that guy. Yeah. But also, like, he's actually Egyptian. So, like, cool That's little good. bit of capstick there, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, good job. That, that, fantastic. Good job on that. Yeah. Not that I was, you know, giving you points of four or against, but like, hey, sure, might as well go a little extra mile there and get somebody fantastic and Egyptian. Yes. So. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't learn anything. Yeah, apparently movie. whoever made this movie, 20th Century Fox, which yes. my kids were like, shouldn't it be 21st Century Fox? I'm like, uh, just I mean, it should it be, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> Disney now, anyway. Um, they uh, they own people. They right. own some good people. Yeah, they could pull some real talent. Definitely, because this was this was definitely a jam packed, jam packed cast. Yeah, and like people playing very small roles in the background with amazing, like Mickey Rooney. Like, yeah, he definitely don't need to work. I mean, he still got his like breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's money. Like, sure, yeah. So like he should be fine, maybe. But here he is. So I don't know. But I don't know. It was a fun movie. Yeah, it was it fun. I'll watch the sequels. Yeah. Keep you up to date on those whenever those finally drop into our lives. So, oof. So, yes. we'll see. All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. Well, on that note, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.